Hi, this is Bimi Shavery, and I'm here with your daily dose of energy. I'm recording this at 9.44 p.m. Thursday. My intentions was to actually record this for the weekend edition for Friday, um, going into the weekend and give you guys an overview of everything that is occurring and to talk about specific things because it has been in my spirit to talk about some specific, specific things. Um, and, and so uh, after today, I, I want to say something. I know that people, we are going through a lot of different things and there are a lot of different emotional things that are, are happening and a lot of psychological things that are happening and a lot of different things that are causing us to feel claustrophobic when it comes to our emotions, when it comes to our um thoughts when it comes to the realities that we are dealing with. And I feel as though it's very, very, very important that it is addressed today. Well, yesterday I saw, um, that beautiful, beautiful black woman who was in, um, she's a writer. She was, uh, in the entertainment energy in, in the entertainment industry. Okay, Mercury's going retrograde. So guys, bear with me if my my speech is a little bit, um, you can't really complete sentences with with Mercury, but there's just a lot of, um, it was yesterday where I noticed that um, she had passed away. And it was an instant, she was 39 years old, but it was an instant instant feeling of I knew how she passed away it was like almost instant beautiful beautiful brown black strong vocal powerful woman who was so touchable so reachable so uh, relatable um worked for uh most recently this is us as a writer, just a lot of different incredible things that she had done and accomplished when it came to the industry. But it also showed the duality of who she also was as a person. And being in this industry, as I've stated to you guys, I started getting in the industry in the early 2000s. And I had a lot of experience early on with women in the industry. And there were certain women that you, that didn't want to see other women coming up behind them. And then there were other women who paved the way and welcomed you. And I'm one of these women who didn't have mentor because I feel as though women always felt a bit of intimidation, me being so young and fiery and very much so um, just thirsty for knowledge. It wasn't about anything but learning and growing and taking what I've learned and applying it to what something was very important to me. And I'll never forget one woman told me I'll never be where she is because it takes $10,000 to start up a magazine. Now at the time, of course, I didn't have $10,000 laying around, but the fact that this black woman would tell me an 18, 19 year old, 20 year old that I would never be where she is as if she'd reached this pivotal point showed me a lot about what I never wanted to be 
and I still remember her name. I, she is still, she's not relevant um, when it comes to the industry today, but that isn't even the point, right? It's the point of how life works. And when you find people and you meet people and you are, um, introduced to certain spirits of people, you definitely take notice and they, they mean a lot to you. So fast forward to jazz, um, passing away. I instantly knew, I instantly knew why, and it wasn't confirmed. I, I hadn't heard anything in addition, but then today, what I thought yesterday was confirmed that she had passed by suicide, right? 39 years old. And I'm literally days away from the anniversary of my friend's passing who passed last year on the 19th. And um, my birthday is literally on the 30th. So to, to say that this is not a very interesting emotional time for me, it really is. Um, but I'm processing in a way and I'm feeling as though I am required to share it and to help other people as we're navigating through these different storms, because it is not going to get necessarily easy. But when you are aware of what is happening, you are able to navigate the tides a little bit better. Doesn't have any children. She stayed alone. And I know what it feels like to be in the silence of your own thoughts, the silence of your own home. You're trying to keep yourself busy. You're trying to find ways to um, get yourself in a space where you're not so isolated and you don't feel so detached from everything. But sometimes everything is too much. Right. And I know that as a black woman, or a, um, a person just who a person like me who's very strong and people already assume that you don't need any assistance you're okay you can handle everything because that's what you do in your everyday life people tend to not check on you people tend to be like oh are you okay and you say you're okay and and I've never been that person if I ask you if you're okay and what you tell me I don't believe I'm going to ask you again and a lot of people feel like that's invasion but people who know me know that's just how I am because I feel the truth in the depths of what's really happening. You're not okay. And I'm not going to walk away knowing that I feel like you're not okay. And then something happened to you and you were silently crying out. You understand? So the reason that I felt I needed to record this particular episode for you is because yesterday's or the day before yesterday's episode was speaking about uh, PTSD and I spoke about different um, anxiety disorders and how to identify if you are dealing with that. And I feel as though another form that we have to address is triggers, understanding what a trigger is, understanding what is causing these feelings and these emotions and not suppressing them, being honest about them, not just with yourselves, but with people who are understanding of what it is that you're dealing with. And it's not that we don't want to get help. Like this is something that I'm understanding that it's not that people don't want to get help. It's that people are tired of the same rhetoric that they get back. 
If you are going through a moment where you just need an event, you need to express yourself, you're, you're feeling the heaviness of everything that is around you and you've done everything that you know to do to navigate through and it's not working and you decide that you're going to say something and you say something and what is given back to you is not even substance. It's like very surface. Oh, you'll be okay. Or, oh, that's crazy. Oh, you'll get through it. You strong. You got this. Those type of things are triggers. They can be very triggering to a person who's dealing with something. And because people don't know how to react or respond in a way that is beyond the surface, it can potentially cause more harm than good. Now, I'm not saying this has anything to do with why Jazz decided to do with what happened. But what I am saying to you is sometimes you feel like a burden when you are addressing what you're feeling and how you are trying to navigate through life and you don't want to bother other people because in your mind you can hear the rhetoric of someone else having it worse or you're strong, you got this, or you're just being emotional or you got to pull yourself together. This is just what we do as women. We can do this. We can push forward. This is what we're expected to do. And all of those things, especially as a person of color, a black man or woman. It is very, very, very emotionally oppressive and psychologically tumultuous when we are feeling these things and have no way of expressing to resolve. I'm someone who personally knows I've gone through, tried to go to counseling to, uh, I tried to do the black church woman thing, you know, go to church and talk to the black woman in the church and, you know, and I couldn't have felt more disconnected because it was like, I was your home girl. Like you want to talk to me, like, you know, what's best for me. Like I'm your daughter. That's not why I'm here. I'm needing you to get psychologically help me understand but I understand that that's why I know that being a church person isn't for me because I love God but I don't love the ritualistic religious doctrine that people have created to push agendas that do more harm than good so when it comes to helping and reaching out, I always wanted to be the person who provided a safe space, but also substance. I did not want to be a person who makes you feel good saying what you think, what I think you need to hear, helping you to navigate through these tides in a way that is so superficial that causes you to drown in a deeper end. And so it's very important that I make you guys aware that as we are going through life and as we are navigating through life and as we are constantly seeing things on social media, constantly, and this, the death of jazz uh, triggered something in me. And it triggered something just like it triggered something when Karen, who was, I can't even really talk about her. I talked about her last year. Um, but I, I, I don't really talk about her because that was the, uh, a pivotal month. She, she was the counterpart in my spiritual awakening in a way that 
I absolutely could have just gone the opposite way. What do I mean by that? I could have taken a different route. I absolutely feel as though the way I am today is the other end of who she would have been had she still been here. And that's Karen was 21 and she too committed suicide. And I remember being at, when I found her, it was four months after she passed, but it was as if I was looking at myself through her lens, from the way that she looks, the way that people talked about her, the things. I mean, I went into a very, very deep um, space where it was very, very, very heavy, very, very, very dark. And I feel this happening with jazz. It's triggering that for me, not in the same way, but it's bringing up that emotion and that feeling of why it is so important for us to have a tribe of people who care and who truly pour into you. This is not, and it's never been for me ever, 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 ever been about fu funding anything, finances, or being the po most popular person who talks about astrology or the most popular person talks about spirituality and the person who is the most influential of all the people. I, I, I don't give a damn about that, honestly. That's not even my purpose. I am grateful for everyone who has supported. I am grateful for all of the accolades received. I am grateful for all of the relationships that have been built. But what fuels me has absolutely nothing to do with an accomplishment that is tied to something tangible at all. It doesn't move me. It doesn't give me any type of purpose. It doesn't push me. It doesn't make me want to keep going. What fuels me is helping people on a soul level. And that is why I am where I am. And that is why I'm who I am. And that is why I am not moved by anything anyone can try to dangle in front of me to entice me to keep going forward. I do what I feel is needed based on how I am feeling spiritually. And I have had to go in directions that I did not want to go in a physical sense, but my spirit was telling me to move. And if I didn't move, I knew that if I hadn't moved, if I didn't go as my spirit was telling me, then there would be repercussions for that. Was the journey easy? Has the journey been easy? No, I go through that same. It seems like I'm, I'm constantly I've been going through waves of awakenings and ascensions constantly for the last five years of my life. It is not easy. It is not easy. But I understand that the purpose for me being here is to pour into people who need to know, regardless to where you are in life, that you have a purpose. And once you attune yourself to what that is, you are able to do anything you decide you want to do. And I'm not with the whole love and light type of thing. Love and light is beautiful. It is great to be all about, you know, um, fairy godmothers and snowflakes. Wonderful. But that isn't my journey. So I can't give you the illusion of perfect. 
I can't give you the illusion of bliss. I got to give you the truth. And I have to tell you that even in the moments when you feel your best, you can be triggered. Even in moments when you feel like everything is going well, you can be triggered because that's life. But if you don't know what your triggers are, if you don't know what a trigger is, then you have no way of preparing yourself for it when it arrives. So the first thing that I really want to go into, first of all, I want to do, I want to say specifically to anybody who is dealing with thinking about feeling like you can't take any more. You want to step out of this where I understand. I understand. But I need you to also understand that it's important to feel that. But to flow through that, don't allow yourself to stay there. Because staying there is a place that you most times can't come back from. You can't come back from that. We all cope in different ways. We all deal with life in different ways. And we all go through So much. And. Struggling. Struggling to navigate those tides. It's hard. extremely difficult but you have to understand that the process to healing and dealing with trauma is also about understanding what it is that you're dealing with right now we are in the midst of so many different wars spiritual emotional psychological wars and even physical we are needing to step away from that You need to step away. And I know that people are like, oh, get off of social media. I'm the main one telling people get the hell off of social media because it is like a tunnel of darkness at times. I literally go to specific things when I go to social media because I don't want to be bombarded by every thing people are posting, every opinion people have to say. I don't want to respond to comments. I don't want to talk to people when the tension is high and I've never liked to do that. So it's very important that you understand what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And how do you do that? How do you know what works for you and what doesn't work for you? And how do you know if you're dealing with some sort of um, trauma or if you're dealing with a trigger, how do you know? Well, first, you have to understand what that is. What is a trigger? And what a trigger is, is 
an experience, a situation, something that's very stressful that unconsciously reminds you of something that has happened to you previously. It brings up a resurface of those emotions. And it can feel very overwhelming. Most times it feels very overwhelming. Makes you feel sad. Makes you feel very anxious. Makes you feel panicked, lonely. Isolated. Because your brain has formed an association between the trigger, which is the thing that has happened previously, and your response to it. So every time that thing happens or every time something similar happens or every time something reminds you of that happening, that same behavior response is automatic. And a way to put that is what fires together, wires together. So what ignites the fire keeps the fire going. Okay. There are typically two different types of triggers. You have your emotional trigger. And that's when what you feel comes out in ways of emotions such as anger, sadness, anxiety. Sometimes you get violent. You may yell. You may scream. You withdraw. You go isolated. You go reclusive. Become passive aggressive or very, very aggressive. Volatile with the way you speak. Volatile in the way that you engage. In a physical sense, it could be craving certain substances such as food, sugar, carbs, alcohol, drugs, sex, exploration. You're, You're just needing to release all of this built up energy. You're needing to figure out how to navigate through that. And the only way to do that would be to physically indulge in something that gets your mind off of or helps you to cope with whatever it is that you are feeling. And this is happening because of the emotional pain, the emotional resurgence has triggered the way that you habitually respond. Right? So when you know this and you understand this, and you understand the differences in the two, then you understand how to deal with it when you feel a pre-trigger happening and post-trigger. When you're going through something and you know that you're a person who has emotional, there are things that emotionally just trigger you. They emotionally cause you to feel a certain way. It's about understanding how you can communicate that. How do you feel? Do you understand why you feel that way? How do you acknowledge what you're feeling? Voice what it is that you are internally trying to express. 
For instance, people are triggered by dismissive um, conversations. So if we're having a conversation and someone is just dismissive of your feelings, they don't really take the time to hear you out. They're not really listening. They're not really emotionally attuned or intelligent to what it is um, is happening. They don't care about it. It's not something that makes them really they're not paying a lot of attention to what it is that's being said beyond the emotion of it. Right. And when that happens, if a person is used to someone not paying attention to them and they're used to someone negating where they are trying to express themselves, the typical response to that would be getting angry, yelling, screaming, getting violent, cutting them off, going silent sometimes. A lot of people are are really passive aggressive with their expressions, so they may not express themselves in a way that's more verbal. They may shut down. But how do you deal with that? Once you know what that trigger is and you know that it's happening, how do you prevent it from occurring in the future? Well, you know that that is something that triggers you. So you have to tell you're whatever, whoever, whenever you're having that community, that communication with someone, what is happening that hurt my feelings. I feel disrespected, etc. So on with everything that's happening in the world. This is a bunch of emotional triggers for me. I have a, a um, something that makes me react in a physical way is I don't like when a person is in my space. And I feel like I'm having to put myself in a position to where I'm having to now defend myself because I am not a person to wait for you to attack me. And I know people feel like when you are verbalizing, someone's having something, they saying something disrespectful with their mouth. You don't have the right to hit them physically. But for me, words are weapons. And if my hands are weapons, so is your mouth. And depending on the tone and what you're saying to me and how afflicted I am by what you've said to me determines my reaction to that. And knowing that about myself, I have to be very mindful when I feel. How do you know when something's triggering your feeling? It doesn't just happen immediately. No, it is a a fire. It is like a burning desire or burning fire that comes into my body. And I pay attention to that. And I walk away. I I absolutely exit stage left because if I don't, I understand what's happening next. I get what's happening next. I'm about to go there. You understand? So it's understanding what triggers you. Understand what causes you. If you know that you have gone through a lot of things in your life where you have been neglected. You have been pushed aside. You grew up and your parents weren't very present in your life or weren't very conscious of what it is that you feel, what it is that you've dealt with or what it is that you may need internally, systematically. You can grow up with these issues of abandonment. You can grow up with resentment and thinking that everyone is against you and no one knows what you want because no one cares. Different things can trigger those type of feelings. Different things can trigger those type of 
behaviors and reactions. What does that mean? That means that as you get older, you hold more things in. You choose to not interact with people. You choose to not express yourself because you already have yourself thinking that they're never going to understand anyway. They're not going to get what it is I'm saying. So I don't want to waste my time saying it. But I know when I'm feeling a certain way, instead of me expressing it because I've already program myself to believe that they don't care. I'm just going to do what I do best to cope with the feeling of it. And a lot of times that's self-indulgement. That's doing whatever you need to do to help yourself deal with and cope with the moment. Now, it doesn't mean that every time you're triggered, a person reacts negatively. That doesn't mean that. Sometimes when a person understands their triggers, they're able to do things that help them to cope before they go off to a deep end. Meaning, if I know that I'm a very emotional person, seeing someone hurt, seeing someone in pain, seeing someone, uh, seeing everything that's going on socially right now, is very triggering for me. So I can't listen to certain things. I strategically watch the same thing every single day, which is Shits Creek or Grace and Frankie. And these are very, very corny shows, almost very corny, but I love them because they make me not think about what's happening in the world. So understanding what is what it is that you're dealing with And understanding what triggers the high intense emotional reaction to that puts you in a position to where you can put a system together that works for you to help you to navigate through. Doesn't mean avoiding it, but I'm not going to deep dive into that sea of trauma when I know that I feel very, 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 very triggered by what is occurring in my life and what is occurring around me. I'm not going to do that because I have to protect my space. I have to protect my feelings. I have to protect my mental capacity and my emotional capacity. I know that for me, I'm a person who loves very hard. I love very hard, right? And I don't have to be up under the person that I love, but I love very hard when I am disappointed. If I am disappointed in you, that triggers a bit of mistrust. When I ask you a question, if you, you know, are not honest with me and I feel like you're being very, you're not being honest with me, then guess what's going to happen? I'm going to begin to build this protective wall because I feel like I can't trust you to be honest with me, even when it's not beneficial for you to. I need you to be honest. I need you to tell the truth, even if it hurts. I need to know what I'm dealing with so that I am able to deal with the truth of it, opposed to what you want me to believe, because that's where a break comes in connections. So it's so many different things and so many different ways. If you know that you are a person who is so obsessed with uh, the way you look physically and your aesthetics and um, you like to, you know, have a certain shape and you want to look a certain way and 
you go somewhere and no one's complimenting you, if you know that that triggers you in a way that makes you insecure, you have to deal with that. You have to know why you're insecure. What is it about needing validation that drives you? Why do you need the opinion of others to feel like you're enough? Those are things that you're having to deal with. Those are things that you're going to have to tap into. And people don't really like to do that. Cause it's hard and it's messy and it's not, it's not something that feels good, but it's something that is necessary. So when you are navigating through this thing called life and you are dealing with the different things that trigger social anxiety and they trigger, um, emotional upheavals in yourself, you have to understand when it is time to disconnect so that you can regroup. Because if you do not, the tides will take you under. How do you cope with these things? Well, you identify the internal causes. What is it that is causing you to feel how you feel? Why, what is it that is causing you to react the way that you react? Except that everybody has emotional triggers. Everybody has physical triggers. If you are a person who grew up and you always had to fight through uh, different violent situations, it could be somebody touching you, grabbing your arm that triggers you into a defensive reaction and makes you want to, you know, if you're someone who grew up in an area where you know to watch your surroundings and you pay attention to what's happening around you and someone is walking too close up on you, me, me in corporate America, I can't stand it. People walk so close to you. It's like this six feet distant thing. I, to me, it's so, it's so easy because it's just naturally giving people space. People are so, so they just, I've had to stop and tell people, can you please go around me or can you please stop walking so close to me? Because I don't like that. I don't like when people stand behind me and over me. Like those are triggers for me. Not because I don't, tr but I have to be aware of what's happening around me. I need to know what's going on and I need you in my sight. I don't need you to be behind me, up on me. You understand? So it's, it's being able to identify psychologically what you are needing to cope with the baggage and the capacity that you have. You cannot navigate the tides blindly. You just cannot. If you know that you're a person who is very passionate about what's going on socially, then I would not suggest you being on comment threads. And I would not suggest you looking on social media all day and listening to voices of people who are only going to trigger that more because not everyone is very educated and intellectual in how they respond or how they process or what they are sharing. A lot of people are reckless. A lot of people don't know what they're talking about when they're speaking. A lot of people are just keyboard thugs, whatever the case may be. And I'm from an area where I'm from, I, look, I come from an era where we don't be about the keyboard. We show up, we about that action, you know? So it's, it's very difficult for me for me, when I sense disrespect, like some people like you can't tell a person's disrespect. Through, yeah, they, yeah, I could tell your tone. I could tell your delivery. I could tell what you're saying to me through your words, even if you misspell and stuff. I could tell. And I'm going to address that because I don't want you to ever think it's OK 
to disrespect me. But then you have to look at these are people on the internet that you can just close this app and they don't exist. So you have to be very mindful of what it is you're dealing with and how much energy you truly want to pour into that. Do you really want to do that? Is it worth your own peace? No. No, social media is an incredible tool to get information when you know what sources and resources to go to to get it. But if you just on there browsing and you're looking in the comment threads and you're trying to see who's saying what and what gossip is this, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Constantly, constantly comparing your life to someone else's, constantly thinking about what someone else has to say, constantly seeing that someone else is doing. People are posting their best versions of themselves at that moment because they also need that for themselves. It's not necessarily for anyone else. Sometimes it's a, it's a confidence booster. Most times it's a confidence booster for themselves. People aren't just really authentic with themselves or others on the internet. And by now you should know that. So it's very, very, very important to be very aware of what you are dealing with, where you're dealing with it and why you choose to be in that type of environment. Being aware of your emotions, being aware of what you feel, being aware of your boundaries is so important. It's so important, especially if you're someone who deals with social anxiety and you're someone who's dealing with recovering from different traumatic experience and you have forms of PTSD or you're just a person who is very sensitive spiritually. You need to be very mindful, very, very, very mindful of where you are and what it is that you are dealing with. Don't just be throwing yourself in different type of environments just to say you're doing it because that could be very detrimental to everything that you are and everything that you are trying to work to become. Okay. So I thought that this was a very important thing to share with you guys because it is not enough to know that you have anxiety. It's not enough to know that you have um, post-traumatic stress or some sort of, you know, uh, OCD. That is not enough because once you know that, you also have to understand what causes those emotions and those psychological feelings to flare up. What is it that makes you intense? If you're a person who has social anxiety and you are going to parties and clubs and bars, that is going to intensify your social anxiety. It is not going to make you more comfortable throwing yourself in an environment that you are not comfortable in. You have to put yourself in a position where you gradually become self-aware and you gradually become okay with being around a multitude of energy, period. And that all starts with understanding and identifying what it is that you're dealing with. If you can't do that, then you're not going to get to the bottom of what it is you're really dealing with. During this time, I'd suggest each and every one of you to be very mindful of that. There's a lot of confusion. There is a lot, a lot of illusions going on. There's a lot of darkness. There's a lot of things that are out here that are strategically placed to cause mental illness, to cause mental instability, and to cause emotional trauma. And that is debilitating to a person's soul, 
mind and their spirit. You have to be aware of that. Once you are aware of that, then you have to understand what it is that you are going into, how to prevent yourself from going into those situations and those circumstances that cause you to be further um, harmed than helped. Take time for yourself. You can be nothing to anyone else until you're everything for yourself. And until you can do that for yourself, do not put yourself in situations that are going to cause you a downward spiral. Please, please, please. If you need to speak with someone, don't hesitate to reach out to people. Don't hesitate. If you can't talk to your family or friends, don't hesitate to look up local services that help you with mental illness. Not only just mental illness, like, oh, I'm bipolar or something. No, it could just be stress. People need stress management. Find a doctor that specializes in stress management. If you're not comfortable dealing with certain type of people, then find someone you're comfortable with so that you can get that off of you and find someone who knows how to pull out of you what you don't know how to express. That is the way to get the best out of your therapy. When you're in a situation where you feel like you have to over explain, it's like calling in some call center, you're calling in, you have to explain your situation to this person and then they put you on hold, transfer you over and you got to explain it again to another person and another person and another person and everybody's getting something different from what you're saying. It just makes you want to say, you know what, never mind. Just hang it up. Just, it, just forget it. It's okay. And that's not what you want. That's not what you need. You need someone who is going to go the extra mile to pull out of you what you can't say. Not because you don't want to, but because you don't know how. That is a true therapist. That is a true person who is truly tapping into the gift and their actual purpose in life. They're able to pull out of you and make you feel safe enough for them to do that so that they can help you navigating through these tides. That is so important. That is so important. And through that process, you gain more of a perspective of who you are and you're more comfortable with addressing the needs that you have. Okay. So this has been your daily dose of energy, guys. I am going to release this um, for Friday. I'll also do your weekend edition on probably Saturday. I'm going hiking on Sunday um, with some friends. I, I typically don't. I don't really go out. I don't do anything. But it's an early morning hike, so that should be fun. Um, but I'll give you guys an overview of what is coming up with the Mercury retrograde. We have so many things. You guys already know the June overview, so that's why I'm not really going into um, astrology because I've already done most of that already. And right now I feel like what's most important is for me to let you know that there are, there is a process to the healing and the trauma and the navigating through everything that's going on. I absolutely do suggest you taking a break. I absolutely do suggest you taking time off. I absolutely do su suggest you stepping away from the noise. It is necessary. It is necessary. I know for me personally, what I eat affects my mood. It affects my body and I have to focus on that. I just have to. Okay. So 
This has been your daily dose of energy, guys. I love your freaking souls. The newsletters will go out this week as well. Um, I may just, for those of you who had not received the last one or had not opened the last one, I'm going to resend that to you. If you want to sign up for the newsletters, please email me and I'll put you on the email list. Um, also, um, if you have any questions, any any um, anything that you want to say to me or, or think that I can assist you with, please reach out to me. Do not hesitate. I will be here. I will do my best to help you in any way, shape or form. Okay. I love you guys. Thank you so much for everything that you do. Thank you for existing. Thank you for pouring into me as I pour into you. And until next time, bye.